Welcome to a special episode of the Sunrise Sirens as we complete the mission known as the Dragon Stew, being led by our lovely Brian. This episode is brought to you by Green Forest Realty. Let us help you put down roots. Brian, I hand over the floor to you. I just, I just want to say that was like a super smooth like ad in there. Just super smooth <laughs> <laughs> he always he always starts it off really nice and then it immediately goes off the rails <laughs> oh my gosh okay um so r- real quick uh dragon stew is uh, a campaign not campaign it, it's kind of just like a additive to the fifth edition rule set um where we f- hunt monsters and cook them as meals um, to, made, so made by Antonio Demico, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, Antonio Demico, yes. Uh, I found them at Gen Con, and I thought it was wonderful, so I bought it. Uh, doing so, a right. Um, guys, if you remember, you were in the like the center town of the the Gaul uh, the Gaul territory. I believe it's Galloway. Mike has the map. Um, I, 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 I'm here, by the way. <laughs> I I have the map. However, I don't feel like uh, digging it out of my notes at the moment. Um. Anyway, the center town should be Galloway. Um. You you guys were in the middle of uh, fall festival where they were having a um cooking competition. Just remember uh, that we killed a bookworm. That was crazy. The, Yes, uh, so the um, uh, fuck, I got distracted. <laughs> um, so bookworms had infested um, Echo's expansive library there. That was that was there in Galloway, uh, and you went in. You met a couple people, uh, including the library librarian, uh, a thief that was uh, stealing documents, um, and ultimately found one of the bookworms in, I believe, the East Wing. <laughs> brought its timely demise to, uh, to fruition, um, resulting in. Uh, Andy's character uh, being dead. Andy, if you remind the people and me of what and who you are. So my name is Cactile Areolus, and I am a cactus uh, creature, essentially, from the flower people. I have a local shop that specializes in selling seasoning from different regions of the world. And uh, I sacrificed myself to make sure that we could get out in the hopes that someone would heal me. Okay. Uh, Mike, if you would remind us who, who, who and what you are. Uh, I'm a veggie ling. A mushroom, a barbarian. The name's Patron. Uh, I won't give you my full name because it's way too long. 
All right, I will. Patrona Garricus Basforus La Champignon. All right, there you go. You got it. And I'm uh, I'm a little I'm a I'm a little mushroom man. I butcher things. I'm the I'm the butcher guy. I got a big two-handed axe. Okay, uh, Calvin, if if you would please indulge us. Of course, I'm playing Selenocerius Pattaya, a dragon fruit flower leg. I'm a sorcerer, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm so bad at keeping character. <laughs> All these names, I'm not going to remember them. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I am a sorcerer and a waiter. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much my whole thing. I look fabulous. Okay, good deal. Um, so you've managed to bring the bookworm, worm's life to an end, uh, and you are able to uh, real quick, Mike, as the butcher, will you make me a, um, just give me a, a general dexterity check, um, see what kind of cut you get out of the bookworm for your recipe. Uh, you may also roll this with advantage since you have proficiency with knives. Got it. Well, I am going to, uh, do that then. First roll of the game. I love that it has all the old rules. Well, I'm glad you gave me advantage, because one was a 1, <laughs> the other one was a 16. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, uh, you, you are able to get uh, a premium cut of the bookworm. Schwag. Uh, and quite sizable. It's like about a, a chunk, about you know, about a foot. I'm chopping here! Six inches tall, um, about... I want to say four or five inches, you know, if we're talking volume, uh, it, it's a sizable cut without getting like too fatty or any bones in with it. Nice. <sighs> See that stuff. Uh, and for our listeners, listeners, I know, I understand that the, the normal anatomy of a worm does not have bones, but this one does. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> it has, it has what a lot of, yeah, it's made up of specifically spines, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, um, so you start dragging um, Ariolus uh, out of the out of the library. You get up to the front doors, and as you emerge from the library, the deafening cheers of the crowd hit your ears. It seems that the whole town, including the tourists, have gathered to see the teams emerge. And the guards are having a hard time holding them back. It's just like, oh, stay back and clear the way for the team. Um, you look over to the other set of library doors leading into the West Wing. It does not seem that the other team has emerged yet. Um, you see that the sea of people has, has been parted, making a path towards the stage where two shining cook stations have been prepared for you. Between them, Lord Foresty sits recumbent on a golden chair, smiling. Uh, he kind of just like a little surprised at how soon you guys uh, came up. Clears his throat. The crowd turns to look at him expectantly. <laughs> Our first team has arrived, and the other team should not be far behind. How are your spins, Joe? <laughs> Let 
the cooking combats. Um, just a little bit for you guys. Cooking trials are intense, almost as intense as combat. Sometimes it comes down to the wire as teams emerge from certain um, trials, if you will. I got a vest full of seasoning. I'm ready. I mean, uh, once I can get revived. You yeah. are not ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we almost died. Are we sure this other team's even going to come out? <laughs> uh, excuse me. Is there a medic nearby? A healer of some kind? And, heavy. Um, <laughs> as you as you call out into the crowd, um, yeah, there 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 are medics, um, clerics. They meet you at the stage and kind of make a big show of it, if you will. The uh, pageantry is amazing here. Y- yes, uh, it's it's very artistic, if you will. Um, but Andy, if you go ahead and roll two uh, d eight plus four for me. All right, so that is 13. Okay. You're healed 13. Sweet. So you're up. You might not be very well off, but... I at least can put put some seasoning on something. You are yeah. healthier than the rest of us, so I think you're doing good. <laughs> I got 11 um, hit points. And, 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 I got and nine. As, as you guys... Like inspect yourselves for wounds, or like, or looking at the wounds that you have sustained during the combat. Um, as plants, you're not necessarily bleeding. Like Calvin, you might be missing a couple flowers, maybe a side out of your fruit. <laughs> not so much. Mike's missing maybe part of his mushroom cap. There's no blood. They really like. The, the clerics can't really tell like how bad you are off if you know you're not breathing or something like that. Uh, uh, you are you guys are definitely the first of the their of your kind that these clerics have ever seen. Don't get so sappy. I knew you would miss me. Um. So uh, going Ex- on. Excuse me. Do you call that healing? Of all things, you call that healing. <laughs> all of us are barely standing and we're mortally wounded. What's wrong with you? Uh, you, you know, I'm used to dealing with the the human types, the ones that bleed. You know, the red blood, the red red stuff that comes out of their their bodies. You know what? You're right. It was incorrect for me to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to point out, I'm at like a tenth of my health left. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, I'm at a one right now. I, I'm, at, I'm at a one out of ten right now. Splash some vinegar on me and let's let's go. <laughs> okay, uh, for you your guys' knowledge, the cooking trials are divided into two sections. Uh, first comes preparation. You're going to be cooking the dish. And the second portion is uh, presentation. Oh, that darn painting. You are going to be presenting your dish to Lord Foresty. Um, 
So we are uh, a little more exposition so you guys understand the rules of the game. And so uh, so that I remember the rules of the game, um, <laughs> we're going to start the, the preparation portion. Um, the preparation phase is all about how you cook the dish. Um, I'm going to ask you a series of questions of, you know, um, who's going first. And we might just roll initiative and see what um, happens. Uh, then you're going to tell me how you're going to prepare said part of the dish. We're going to do a roll and we'll see if you succeed. Uh, the type of check depends on what you're doing as like anything happens in D and D it that that's just how it is. Um, you can, you can do multiple steps at a time and I've sent you guys the, the recipe via group me. I hope you guys can read it. Uh, so take a look All at right, that. Up. Um, if there's a step that, like requires something to be done before that happens. The the previous step has to be done before you can do the other one. Has, uh, have you tried cooking this in real life? <laughs> Me? No, because I don't have access to bookworm. Well, I mean, I mean, it seems like it's kind of a fatty meat, so maybe you could like substitute. <laughs> maybe it's a bony meat. That's the only thing we know. This is such a good, Mike, such good the, weathering on this thing. What What you need to know is that you ha got a prime cut. Out of the bookworm. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So, I mean, should we read this uh, recipe out loud for the listeners? They oh, do shit. not have this visual aid. Uh, so, fuck. Um, yes, you you can read it out loud. As, sorry, more exposition. As you uh, climb the steps to the stage, your buddies revived. Lord Foresty hands you a scroll with the recipe that you're supposed to cook. Uh, your time to prepare the dish has started. All right. Oh. Looks like we'll need to divvy up some tasks. So first, we need to dice some celery, onions, and potatoes. I'll go ahead and add five bay leaves and one whole thyme strig. And then... I'll need someone to mix everything with one tablespoon of melted butter. Okay. Uh, I guess as the butcher, I'll take the action of dicing up the veggies that we have in this recipe and then moving directly on to dicing up the bookworm after that, since it calls for dicing it into cubes. Okay. Uh, trying my best to preserve the fatty content of the meat. I okay. am not as 
effective at cooking as the rest of you. So I'm mostly just a gopher and just like grabbing ingredients and whatever you guys need. Now, do you think that you could uh, stir in that one tablespoon of melted butter? I can certainly try. Sweet. Okay. Um, real quick, just as a point of order, can I have everybody uh, roll initiative for me so it, uh, I know when things are happening and what's happening when? I got a neat 14. I got a 10. Right. I got a 10. <laughs> I got 14. Uh, whose dex bonus is higher? They're minus four. Oh, wait, no, that's my... Hold on. That is not my bonus. I've got a whopping zero. Yeah, my dex bonus is plus three. Sorry. Okay. So cooking commences. Um, Calvin, what what are you in charge of? Currently, being a gopher and stirring things. Okay. Finding um, whatever ingredients or additional things that we need. So, um, as as per the recipe, uh, it you might not be able to get that done this round. You would have to wait until the, the uh, like the meat is diced up unless wait. you want to take that over no that is that sounds like a butcher situation okay can can he hold action until after the things are diced up of course he can beautiful you uh, so that that will move you down until after mike i'm just sitting there tapping my feet waiting <laughs> okay because yeah, uh, we would probably need to put in those vegetables first, get them in with that butter, mm -hmm. so then that way that butter's got the flavor of those vegetables, and then add the meat on top of it. Okay, Andy, what are you taking over? I am doing the bay leaves in the thyme, um, and adding those to the tablespoon of melted butter. And the vegetables. I'm going to be oddly specific. What are you adding these into? You just doing uh, this on the counter? Um, so we are going to utilize, um, did they provide us with pans or you, we, did we bring our own? You have a full cooking setup. So you have a, you have a stove, you have an oven, you have the pots and pans, utensils that you would need to cook the dish with um, and plates to serve it on. So as I, well as any ingredients that you did not get from the hunting so I would actually do this just because I'm assuming that any cast iron would be seasoned. We would mm -hmm. go ahead and melt the butter into a 16-inch cast iron skillet. That Then we would add in the bay leaves and the thyme into the butter as it comes up to temperature. And then we'll put in the celery, the onions, and the potatoes to give it a nice little caramelization. And then we'll add in the meat to help the flavors effervesce and transfer some of the flavors from the butter into the meat. I might, I might have to start cooking here in a second. I'm getting hungry already. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like writing this down, writing this down. This man can cook. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you start mixing the the butter and bay leaves and all the thyme 
um, into what, like a saucepan, a, a um, mixing what, bowl. Um, so I would oh, actually, sorry, I'm, I'm, pan. yeah, I'm adding it directly into the heated skillet, so that way the the different spices and the flavors that are naturally in those vegetables will transfer into the butter, and then that butter will be a carrier onto the bookworm meat. Okay. Uh, good right. deal. So that that is being taken care of. Uh, Mike, go ahead and roll me. You can you can take your choice. Um, either a um, fuck. Sorry. Oh wait, we're in one of the watch shots. I could curse as much as I want. I don't know if that's accurate. Gotta love all those bonus episodes. I don't know about that. <laughs> I am so sorry, our dear listeners of all ages. Uh, <laughs> For my, all of these bleeps that are happening. And... Uh, I, I, I'll give the choice up to you. You can either make me a uh, strength check or a dex check uh, to for cutting up your meats and veggies. I like I like to think this is a like knowing my own strength check. Because strength is higher for me on the sheet. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I roll with advantage since this is a slashing cutting action? Or do I just make this raw? Uh, let's make this raw. Let's do it. Hey, that's a 14. Nice. That's a cool 14. Yeah. Slice right. the dice, the celery, onion, and potatoes. I'm like... Uh, I, I like to imagine that as you're... Um as you're chopping up the, the cellar, you like, you get to the, where your cutting board is like filled with stuff. And so you just like slide it on into the cast iron pan. That's next to you as Andy's cooking, melting up that butter with the time. Um, you, you're, you're able to do this, um, without chopping off your hand, your sweet, sweet mushroom hand. I'm pretty sure if I did damage to myself, I would die right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next would be Calvin. Oh, cool. So is this a point where like stirring is a thing that I should be doing or is it still a waiting game? Cause like I'm Andy's kind of mixing stuff right now. So like, I don't have a whole lot to do. Um, well, what, what are you doing while Andy's... Is, is there any prep work you can do for one of the later steps? We could do that. I was wondering, what are any of the teams coming back yet? Or are we still... So, there is, um, if you guys will remember with me, um, you have a three-hour time limit for the entire challenge. That in includes hunting, getting back, and um cooking cooking and so each step takes a certain amount of time i'm tracking said said steps and the time um you can honestly skip steps if you want to but that that where it saves you in time you you miss out on the points for for getting that that step in it and it all derives down to the end of the the thing where Lord Foresty rates your your dish. Okay, so my next question is, what level of interference am I allowed to do? <laughs> um, or are we aware of how much interference we're allowed to do? 
I can go hunt for this information. Uh, you can. At, at the moment, the other team has not arrived yet, so you can really go and do as much interference with their cooking station at the moment as you want. Just know that you have hundreds of people watching you, plus Lord Foresty. I would say, Calvin, how about <laughs> you? How about you do the stirring right now? Because then that means that I can prepare. Um, I can start getting the flour sifted, so we can turn that into a sauce. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I can take over stirring. We can. We can also probably uh, preheat the oven. Yes. Um, and we're we're gonna need like. Uh... For I completely forgot that the oven comes into play here. That's why we. <laughs> that's why we chose cast iron, baby. And uh, we'll also have a step where we have to heat oil in a large saucepan over medium heat. So should I just prepare all that then instead of? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, we can maybe wait wait off until the stew is cooking properly. And we're also getting water. Do we have water easily accessible at this station? Uh, yes, there there okay. is. Uh, not it's not like you have running water, but you do have like a a barrel of water at the back of the stage that you can dip from. Do you Let's know if that is? like regular fresh water or is it spring water that we would need to account for any flavorings that may be in there? Mm, good question. Make me a history check. Andy. Right, coming in. Okay. Here we go, baby. That's a four. Um, uh, okay, so as you know, Galloway and the territory of Gaul is a huge uh, agriculture community. And so all, all the towns around either ha do like it, it, it's, it's really like a, it's a commune. Each town provides a certain service to the territory that without them the entire thing would come into ruins okay um that being known there are fresh springs that provide water to the various farms and um blacksmithing um communities as but you can't from like tasting the water you can't really tell if it's the water from the springs or regular rainwater gotcha i mean uh step three is kind of where we're going to add water into this so do we want to just try to play it safe and go secure like a really proper good bit of water from like the town well no i say i say let's let's use the barrel in the back but let's 
let's just assume that it's going to have a little bit of an umami flavor from it being spring water. You're the seasoned boss. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Well, I'm going to make a show of it to earn brownie points. <laughs> Cal, right now, what are you doing to make a show? Well, I do have the shape water cantrip, so I don't know how... Like, that is fairly... Yeah, that is simply somatic to you. Okay, uh, so we'll, we'll get to that to a second, then. Yeah. <laughs> um, give me one second, guys. Here we go. Okay, uh, your next round, we're starting with Andy. Andy, what are you doing? All right. So we've started. We started the first and kind of the second step. Step. So now, um, I'm gonna go ahead and let Calvin keep stirring to get it to a sauce. So I'm going to go ahead, assuming that we've already added in the flour. I'm going to start preheating the oven. And getting the other saucepan um, out and ready. Okay. And putting uh, putting the oil in that saucepan so we can start bringing it up to temperature. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a wisdom or intelligence check. All right. It's going to be wisdom. All right. Oh, they're rolling low for me. So that is a swapping six with the wisdom modifier. Okay. Um, where you do know that you've gotten the, you've gotten the ovens started. You're not sure if it's going to preheat to the right temperature. It might be too hot. It might be too low. You don't know. All you know is that the oven has been started and the 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 fire's going um the 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 pan and the oil um it, it seems a simple enough task you're you're putting another pan onto the stove you've put oil in it that's where we'll leave that uh Sounds coming perfect. to mike mike what are you doing uh patron is Chopped up that bookworm. If he has not yet, he's going to cut it mm -hmm. into cubes. Okay. It, uh, I'll tie that into the, the veggies. Oh, okay. Okay. Tra um, so you've already got that one done. Okay. So what what step would you say we're we're at, guys? I feel like. Uh, well, so we're we're kind of on step five. In uh, a way, other than Calvin's going to have to remedy these vigorous stirring to get that smooth mixture. Well, we haven't added water yet. And we haven't put it in the oven yet. So we're on step two. <laughs> okay, yep. Uh, so Andy, are, are you saying you already did the, um, the flour in the mixture? Yep. Okay. Um, so, but it was a low roll, so we've kind of got to like remedy it with a little extra stirring. Um, I was starting to prep the oven and stuff since Calvin's going to be doing most of the stirring. Okay. Um, is there anything I can do to assist 
Calvin with helping get this, like, just get us up to up to code on this next step here. <laughs> if you, uh, <laughs> you could take over stir. You could finish up stirring, so that I can prepare my silly water shenanigans. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll take over the stirring for Calvin and try to use my big brawny mushroom arms to uh you know get get that nice and nice and smooth uh, and get it into a consistent sauce form in the pan. Okay. Um. So we'll we'll kind of do. I drop my pen. Shit. Um. Lots of work for the editor this episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping Mark. pen shits, all type of stuff. Uh, okay. So, uh, you have you've cut you've cut everything up. You put it all into a saucepan. Um, Mike has taken over stirring from Calvin. Mike, go ahead and make me a dexterity check. Oh man, dexterity is not my best thing, bro. <laughs> As you are stirring vigorously. Hey, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> dirty 20. Okay, so you take over stirring. And it's just <laughs> like almost going into a rage, just kind of like trying to stir and keep this even. Um, you manage to not fling anything out of the pan that has gone flying. And if something has exited the pan, you've reached up with the spoon that you're using and like batted it back down into the pan and started stirring again. Um, Calvin, would you please describe what you're doing? <laughs> so we got to add water. It's a very simple task, but why not? Why not spice it up a little bit? We're going to cast shape water because we're using water out of the barrel, right? Or... Mm -hmm. Yes, that is correct. So we're going to cast shape water. Uh, and we're going to, I don't know what you're supposed to do to shape water, but we're going to make it into like a weird kind of dance situation. And we're going to cause one of the modes of shape water is you can sh cause the water to form into simple shapes and animate it at your direction. That's pretty cool. Okay. I don't want it to last for an hour. We're going to, we're going to not make that last for an hour. <laughs> okay. Um, Calvin. Oh no! Will you make me a performance <laughs> check? That is like my worst charisma-based stat or <laughs> skill, but I will do it. You're a sorcerer. All you use is charisma. Would you say? Hold on. Would you say that this is? I need to find waiter. <laughs> oh wait, no. Is it waiter? No, it's I'm, I'm thinking wholeheartedly be our guest right now. So yeah, yeah for sure is. <laughs> uh, where was the class? Probably haven't gotten down far enough. Ah, presenter. Okay, this would not be presenting a dish. Dang it. <laughs> nope. Okay, so performance check. A fifteen. That's okay. not bad at all. <laughs> um, as, as you're as you're pulling the water, I'm I'm wholeheartedly, okay, thinking, Katara from the last Airbender. I was you're, definitely going like water bending. You're like so cool. doing some Tai Chi shit, water bending, <laughs> pull, 
pulling the water out of the dang it, Brian, the barrel. <laughs> And, and you're dancing it around, and the crowd is, they're impressed, they're not in awe, but all eyes are on you guys right now, because you're the only team that's that's made it back out so far. Um, but the, the, the crowd is thoroughly impressed with the, the, the water acrobatics that you're doing, <laughs> and by the end of uh, end of it all, you put the amount that you you need to into the pan, and what you don't need goes back into the barrel. <laughs> Sounds good. Um. Okay, a little bit of a time check. Uh, so you guys ca- you guys came out at about forty five minutes from the trial beginning. Uh, you would have had you would have had an hour and fifteen to uh, cook your dish. It is now um, twelve minutes past that, um, and you guys are practically halfway through the halfway through the the recipe. Sweet. Um, if we will go back to the top of the order with Andy. Andy, what what are we doing? Well, reverting back to here, we've already started to add the water. They're stirring it vigorously. Got the oven preheated. So now what I need to do is get that oil to medium heat, put in the garlic slice, slices, get that garlic infused into that oil, and then we need to then hopefully have the sauce ready to then put into that oil mixture just to give it that nice little extra flavor boost. Okay. Uh, so, Andy, going back to your pan that you put oil into, mm-hmm. it, it's it been a couple minutes. It's about, been about five, maybe, maybe seven minutes. At this point... It, as from normal cooking knowledge as we know at this point if if you're preheating oil it should be like spreading around the pan it should be smoking a little bit you should feel heat over the pan if you hold your hand there you feel nothing and you realize you did not light the burner dang setting us back i i think i think we're good that wasn't even to a later step anyway. <laughs> yep. I think, I think we kind of saved ourselves a bit so that the oil isn't going for too long. You know? True. Okay, what, what, are, what are you doing, Andy? Uh, now I am going to go ahead and light the stove. Waiting, okay. holding off on putting the garlic slices in because I want to get a little bit of heat on that oil before putting the garlic slices in. Good deal. Um, uh, coming to Mike. Mike, what are you doing? You you've you've achieved that that smooth, almost viscous kind of texture that that we're looking for in like a stew slurry. Okay, and um, am I correct in assuming that this is the stew that I've got here? Yeah, so this is the the main part. This is the things that are going to um, make up 
the the most of the stew. Got it, got it. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to kind of uh, look at Calvin, who has just finished this amazing water display that I didn't see at all. I was just stirring while the water was coming down into the thing. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say, uh, hey, Pattaya, do we got the oven preheated? I will I will check for sure. Uh, I, I guess, is that... Is that all you're doing? <laughs> uh, well, no. If, if the oven's preheated, I'm gonna cover this and put it in the oven. Um, yeah, that, I, I guess I guess that's what I'll do. I'll just try to make sure I don't spill anything. Make sure I, I'm gonna double check the oven. Make sure all the knobs are in the right place. If we if, if we that's do, like, you holding your action, what kind of oven are we working with? Is this like an open that's fire oven situation? Uh, yes and no. Uh, think. Think like a like a, a gas range. Um, so the oven and the stove are separate from each other, um, but they're both run off of like a mix of arcane magic and wood fire. Also, also, um, I've got this assassin's blood in my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. If I don't do the full dose, it says the full dose is what someone has to take to suffer its effects. If I do like part of the dose, what what does this taste like? Can I uh, taste the assassin's blood just a little bit of it to see like if it's got a? You have eleven effect. hit points. Please, okay, defy like remind me what the assassin's blood does. Okay, I'm just gonna read the description. It says uh, it's ingested, so a creature must swallow an entire dose of ingested poison to suffer its effects. The dose can be delivered in food or liquid. <laughs> you may decide that a partial dose has a reduced effect, such as allowing advantage on the saving throw or dealing only half damage on a failed save. Uh, a creature subjected to this poison must make a DC-10 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes uh, about six poison damage and is poisoned for 24 hours. On a successful save, the creature takes half damage and isn't poisoned. Okay. So it's, it's not uh, too bad. It's not too so, bad. I just wonder so if it's spicy. <laughs> you're wondering what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah, um, I just want to do a little. little. <laughs> okay, uh, Mike, make me a Constitution saving throw, real quick. I, I understand. I do understand that you're not taking the entire dose. You're kind of just like dipping your finger around the rim of this vial. That's a twenty-two. Licking. Um, Has no effect. <laughs> It, it doesn't. It doesn't have any effect on you. However, it kind of tastes. It kind of tastes bitter. And like with the the slightest hint of like pepper. I don't know. Do I want to sneak this into the pot and see what happens? <laughs> Are or Andy or myself seeing this happen? <laughs> uh, make percent. Oh. Okay. A Mike, are you doing this secretively? Uh, I'm definitely tasting it out in the open. <laughs> okay. I would say that the crowd doesn't know what you're tasting. Um, and, Just looks like another uh, ingredient. Calvin, Andy, what are your passive perceptions? Sixteen. Please. 
plus two, so yeah, 15. Oh, passive uh, perception is 12, 12. Passive perception is 12. Um... <laughs> okay. If so we don't see this happen, then we have no say in this. <laughs> Mike, Mike, what are you doing? I don't. Where did I even get this from? Did I find this in the library? <laughs> no, you just had this. I, I think with. you. I think you had it to start with. I, just, I think that was the starting thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? I feel like I have this for a reason, and I'm gonna go <laughs> ahead and just not the full dose, not the full dose. I'm gonna go ahead and half dose this stew with some assassin's blood and i'm gonna leave it to andy to figure out the seasoning later okay okay so in the in the hustle and bustle that you guys are doing um you see uh pepperoni patron <laughs> patrone <laughs> Uh, pull out a vial from one of his pouches, like, pop the top off of it like he, he's an EMT prepping some epinephrine. <laughs> and, like, it. he, like, tastes it with his pinky and says, eh, and dumps about half of it back in, puts the cork back on, shoves it in his, in his pouch. Um, right then... Calvin, you are checking the oven. Please make a dexterity saving throw for me. 14. Four oh, 18. 18, sorry. 18! So. Oh, God. As you open the oven, a blast of fire comes out, and you are going to take two points of damage. Dang. I take half fire damage, so I'm going to take one point of damage. That's uh, a booby trap. Um, so it appears that the oven has been preset too hot. That's gonna, gonna need to be fixed. Um, but then you also see as you're standing right next to Patron, he's putting the, the cover on top of the pot. Um, Calvin, are you doing anything else with your turn other than checking this, the oven? I'm gonna try and remedy this. Okay. Control flame doesn't help me here. <laughs> Maybe, doesn't it help. Does. Maybe it does. Me, Maybe it does. It lets me extinguish a flame, which doesn't seem like the best plan. And otherwise control its shape. So that doesn't seem like it's going to help too much. I'm going to remind you, it's up to the DM's discretion. I mean, I can try and use control flame to weaken the flame. Just okay. to like help it cool down a little bit. Okay. Um... Patron, as as Calvin's Calvin, what's your name? God damn it! Salinasarius Pataya. As serious Black is standing next, demonetized. We're gonna have to get rights for that name. Just call him Pataya. Just call him Pataya. Just as Jebediah. As Pataya is standing next to you, you. You obviously feel the heat from the flash of, of fire coming from the from the oven, um, but you he see him like wave some hand signs real quick, and the fire dies down. Doesn't go completely out, but it dies down from the roaring blaze that it was. 
Um, that brings us to the top of the next round. Andy. <clears throat> all right. So I'm still trying to get this oil. Okay. All seasoned up and ready to go, ready for that stew. Do I need to roll anything? Um, assuming that the oil has heated up, that's my first question for you. Uh, yes, at the, by, by this time, the, the oil has heated up, and you, you could reasonably assume that it's ready for things to go in it. All right, sweet. So, yeah, so I will go ahead and add the garlic slices. Okay. Just to get that little bit of flavor, and then I'll yell over to... Who's running the sauce right now? Just as a reminder. Patron is. Okay. I, I have the stew, the, okay. the pot in my hands right now, while uh, while Pattaya is fixing the oven temperature. All right. So I will, Patron, I will ask you to, once you feel like that the stew is at the right texture, to add it to this sauce pan. Uh, the, the, stew, the stew needs to go in the oven for 20 minutes. Okay, that's first. Alright, so yeah, so I'm just going to keep working on this this oil getting it seasoned up. Doing it at a very low heat to help the flavors effervesce. Um, go ahead and choice is yours. Make a dexterity or strength check for me. as you're sautéing the garlic. That is a 16 with my bonus, 15 natural. Okay. Very proficiently, as you guys have been cooking in the the Little Spoon Tavern for a while, um, almost effortlessly, you're just like pushing and pulling this oil and garlic back. Um, very minimal, minimal flash, splashing. You might have a like a little flare of, of flame here and there, but otherwise very showy. And the crowd is still like very into what you guys are doing. Um, that brings us back to Mike. Mike, um, at this point, Padaya has gotten the the oven under control. What are you doing? Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to ask Pattaya. Pattaya, uh, do, do you want to watch this in the oven, make sure it cooks evenly? Or do you want to uh, start rinsing rice? Because we're going to need rice towards the end of this dish. And I've heard you got to rinse rice like three or four times to get it real nice. Uh, I can do whichever. What would you prefer to do yourself? I mean, I got the pot in my hand, and I know meat, so I, <laughs> yeah, I can watch the oven. But you I can don't watch know. the oven, and then I'll, I, I can do the rice. We will figure that out. Then again, I don't, I don't really have a way to fix the temperature <laughs> like, like you can. You can control the temperature. I just watched you. Like, that was amazing. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Uh, so I'm going to put this in the oven. Um, and... And I'll, yeah. I'll leave it up to Pattaya. If, if Pattaya sits here uh, and watches the oven, I'll move off to the rice. If I will, wants I will to let rice, you do. I will let you do the rice because I can't. Okay. 
control the flames. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just pop it in the oven and then start running and getting some rice rinsed. Sounds good. Um, so that rice. I will, I guess, watch the the oven. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't go crazy. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. Um, Calvin, are you doing anything while you're watching the oven? Or are you just staring? We can. You know what? We're gonna control flames some more and just have some flames dance around the oven while we're hanging out. <laughs> okay. Right. Just continue to put on a show. Presentation, baby. <laughs> okay. Um, just so you guys know, uh, we are about 20 minutes in. Um, you have about 40 minutes left to finish your dish. Um, at, at this point, you start to hear like a fanfare go off with, with instruments and you look up, you see the crowd turn towards the West Wing, and you see the other party emerge. Only two uh, of their five are up and walking. Uh, there, there's a, a big Goliath figure carrying two other of their party members, and uh, <laughs> the leader is dragging one other, and they they do not look in good shape they're huffing they're puffing they're covered in blood um very very distressed and you hear them over the crowd's applause and over the fanfare yell something but you can't quite make it out if anybody would like to make a perception check for me i will do that i'm way too busy rinsing this rice only a 15 15 yeah um andy are you you taking the chance you too busy sauteing those those garlics uh i am sauteing but why not okay that's a 19 with my bonus which would be um, 21 21 total. Okay. Uh, so, Calvin, you don't really, un you can't really hear exactly what they're saying. You can see their mouths moving very, like, distressed. Uh, it it's something that's repeated over and over again. Andy, you, you can hear over the crowd them going, he's back. He he's back. And the, the guards kind of just, like, push them towards the stage because the 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 trial isn't over yet the the event isn't over yet we have to have some sort of competition for you guys um <laughs> and the clerics run over and uh, they look like they do a better job at healing the other party they, <laughs> than they did you guys uh, what the, what the noted. <laughs> noted. Um, it, it may be their experience with bleeding victims that it is like 
I don't I don't want to say racism. You're vegetable people. <laughs> you, you don't necessarily bleed. DM, excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean, you vegetable people? <laughs> okay, um, so they are just now getting started with their dish. They are also uh, obviously very distraught. They are low on time. Um, bringing us back to the top of the order with Andy. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and add some special spices from my spice vest. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if I have to roll for it. What kind of spices you added, Andy? Um, so do you want like real spices or invented spices? You can do whatever you want. This is a fantasy world, baby. Yes. You All can, right. Sweet. It could be real. It could be made up. Just like so. I'm going to start up, off. Let me know what it does. I'm going to start off with just a tablespoon of turmeric. Okay. Then I'm going to add a teaspoon of Rigel, a half teaspoon of lavender, and then a uh, we'll do just a pinch of Zeb. Sprinkle okay. it on top. What does Rigel and Zeb do? Um, so, I know what turmeric tastes like. So I know what lavender tastes like. So the Rigel is going to add just a little bit of sweetness, and the Zeb is going to add just a little bit of sour. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Mike, what are you doing? You've put the pot in the oven. Um, Padaya is dancing flames around the pot. Uh, what are you preparing next? Uh, let's see. I was I was rinsing the rice after I had like passed off the oven to Tataya. Um, so I'm just trying to make sure this rice is really like as clean and um, sifted as I can get it, so that it's like just straight rice flavor, none of the extra like um, you know processing that happens when you get a lot of rice harvested at once and picked apart and. You, you end up with like little bits and pieces of uh, the other plant fibers and stuff in there. I'm just trying to get all that out. Just rice. Don't want people chewing on anything that ain't like ingredient. Okay. Uh, make an intelligence or wisdom check for me. That's a two. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're rinsing it out. You think you got it all. Um. You definitely didn't do like the the finger measure measurement, or if you did, like, eh, that might be right. Uh, and moving on to um, Padaya. Uh, that that pot is still cooking. Are you doing anything different? Just keeping an eye on the heat. Okay. Uh, I would like to say that. The, the dancing flames I have is kind of like a timer, too. Okay. Um, so uh, you you know that this step it takes about 20 minutes. And so I, I don't know if you're having your flames get smaller as, as time goes on, as they're dancing around. Uh, I'm having them, like, slowly extinguish. Like, I have a few out, and then they're just, like, going out as time goes on. Okay. 
Um, so at about this point, you have about 10 minutes left. Okay. Okay. Um, the other party has started cooking. Let me, let me do a couple things real quick. How long did I say you guys have? We had 40 minutes left as of when they came onto the field. Okay. You guys easily have plenty of time to finish your, your dish. Just saying. Uh, but that brings us to the, the, the top of the round. Um, Andy. All right, so I've already got this spice. We've got that timer going via flames. Coke systems. So we've got to wait for the sauce that's in the oven. Um, while those spices are going, I'm going to go ahead and prep the butter and water that we'll need to add to the pan by just walking over to the barrel, grabbing it, and okay. slicing off some butter. Um, what do you use to carry the water? Uh, how much do we need? So I am going to assume that we'll need a cup of water. So I am going to get a unused cup to carry that water. Okay. Um, good deal. Okay. Mike, what are you, oh, I'm sorry. Andy, is there anything else you're doing? I think that that would be it. Okay, Mike, what are you doing? Okay. Um, I mean, you've gotten the you you think you've gotten the rice I, rinsed as well as it's gonna be. Yeah, I think I think the rice is good. So um, I'm gonna bring it over to uh, Cactile, and I'm gonna say, "Boss, boss, I got the rice." <laughs> awesome. Let's put it over here so we can add it at the same time. As the sauce. Hey, hey, boss. Also, by the way, um, I added this vial. Half of this that I had, it tasted kind of bitter. Do you want to? Do you want to like taste a little bit? Because that's what's going to be in the stew, boss. So I'm going to take a spoon because you added it to the rice, correct? Yeah, I added about half. Of, no, not to the rice. To, to the, the, the stew that's in the oven. All right. So I will go ahead and just run my pinky, um, my pinky cactus appendage around the rim of that vial and then take a little taste. Okay. Um, Ariolus, please take a constitution check for me. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, that is a nine plus two, so 11. Okay. Um, even before you get it to your mouth and I don't know if you're able to stop before you get it to your mouth but you can almost see your your pinky appendage like start to wilt as you're <laughs> licking it 
It, it only does six poison damage. It's not that strong. <laughs> I said a little bit, okay? Not a lot of bit. Well, once You're again, I've, I've only got 13 health, so you know. <laughs> that would make a ton of sense. So as I taste that and pucker at the uh, bitter flavor, I go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and add a little bit more spice to it. So the spice that okay. I'm going to choose is a little bit of pepper, a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar. <laughs> yeah, while he's doing it. that, I'm just going to chug the rest of the vial. I'm just going to knock you... it back like a little shot glass. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Andy, I love that your character doesn't bat an eye at the probably poison. <laughs> as long as it tastes as good. You taste it. <laughs> okay. Patron, make me a not a wisdom, a constitution saving throw. Yeah, that's going to be an easy 22 again, boss. <laughs> you, you just slam it back. You don't even you, you don't even like wince at the fact that this thing could kill you. I, you know, I chugged it back. I toss it over my shoulder. I'm like, let's get this party started! <laughs> Like a wisdom check or something to know if he knows that this is poison. <laughs> you don't even wince, not a single bit, at the bitter taste as the rest of this vial goes down your gullet. Was it? Was it labeled? Uh, the vial's over there. You can check if you want. <laughs> I can't not read. A, not anymore. As you hear the the glass vial go. <laughs> Across the Listen, all right. Patron's got an intelligence score of eight. That gives him a negative one on every intelligence roll. How far away am I from uh, Cacto? Uh, you guys are within fifteen feet of each other. So I'm gonna ask Cactile and not Patron what you were just drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seemed to be the the blood of an assassin. How, okay, multiple. How do you know what that tastes like? Well, when you <laughs> when you live in the desert, you taste a lot of things. <laughs> and second off, we actually sell some at the store. That's, That's why I got it. it. Yep. That's why I had it. <laughs> I I feel like I would have been better off not knowing that. Sorry for asking. Well, at least now you're more <laughs> you're more aware of the type of wares that we have at the oh, store. Yeah. So, so while I'm kind of standing here being useless, knocking back poison, can I can I take a look at what the other team's doing? Yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Perception there. Okay, that's not too bad. That's a 14. Okay. Um, you look over, and um, th this is the team that is known as the Red Boot Crew. Um, you guys, as vegetables, really don't know anything about the history of this time, but you guys as players know that the Red Boot Crew was your guys' original um, party from th your first campaign. You often, very often, went to the Red Boot Brewery um, and after adventures, after whatever, you guys were the Red Boot crew. 
That being said, there is a young dwarf leading them. Um, that is the son of the former owner. That is kind of like taking charge, and he's he's leading the group. And as frantic as they are, because they are behind time, th- what they're doing seems to be like almost a well-oiled machine. What what? Uh, it's five members, right? Who are all five of the members that I see? Like just just the just the races. What? Okay. Uh, give me one second. So obviously you have the dwarf that's leading them all. Um. Uh, it's here somewhere. I wrote it down. Okay. You you have the the young dwarven man that's leading the team. Um, he he's got a big old beard and long wavy hair of red. Um, there is a half orc woman, mm-hmm. um, as well as a gnome a gnome woman. So you got big, you got short. Um, the gnome woman is kind of like taking over, standing on a step stool, kind of like chopping things up. Um, as well as a um, a human man who's kind of like pouring over spices. You you see the, the big half orc is just like kind of stirring stirring the big pot, and a half elf that's. Kind of pouring over the recipe a little bit, kind of figuring out what's coming next. Mm, interesting. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I guess I'm just standing there staring at them creepily. Just and, and you see the, the 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 dwarf man kind of just like look over as you know as you have this reflex to notice when somebody's staring at you sometimes you're staring so intensely that he looks over and kind of gives you just like this like start of like what the hell are you like what the fuck <laughs> you tactile do we got any more of those vials uh let me rummage through my vest here <laughs> make an investigation for me investigation check for me andy All right, that's an eight. A whopping eight. As you're searching through your vest, you don't find any more. Usually, you probably would keep one on you. I don't know why, but it's part of your store stock. Maybe you're like peddling on the side kind of like just like a black market watch salesman for spices though yep and i was in a rush when we were going to the competition so i I probably grabbed it out of your vest earlier i'm sorry i'm sorry i just don't think it's fair that we have an ingredient that they don't have 
I was gonna I was gonna try to give them some. I'm so, I'm sorry. It's just not in the spirit of sportsmanship to deny them the same ingredients that we're using. Do we have anything similar? Like I don't know, a stronger poison? Maybe give them a leg up on the competition. Yes, I would. Investigation check. Sure. Okay. Goodness. All right, here we Real go. Quick, you're searching for a stronger poison. Yes. In your club. <laughs> All right, that is a six. <laughs> it, it appears that you have left this one at the shop too, or Patron has it. I check. I check my stuff. Do I have it? <laughs> Make an investigation check for me. That's a that's a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> so Patron, that was a nat one. I should say, as, <laughs> as you know, by I don't know dissecting your character down a little bit, I feel like we might have a little bit of an ADHD problem here. Specifically with object permanence. So you could have sworn that it was in your bag, but it's not in your bag. Okay, I'm just going to take, um, I just have like a day of rations, which for me as a veggie-ling is just some like really, really nasty, like probably three weeks old, like tofu that I made personally out of like some moss that I found growing on my back. And I'm going to bring this over to the other team. I would imagine that takes me a little while to like waddle down the stage and like get over there. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll be there next round. Okay. 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 Um, Padaya, what are you doing? Um, at this point, your, your fire has died down a little bit. Uh, you probably have about two minutes left. I, while still wrapping my head around the fact that, like, I'm I'm the waiter at our establishment, so, like, I don't cook much, so I'm coming to terms with the fact that I serve food with poison in it all the time. <laughs> uh, I don't know what kind of, ch- is that, like, a wisdom, like, intelligence, uh, I don't, I don't know. Roll for psychic damage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we're going to power through it. And we are actually... Like, I'm looking over at the other team, and they just seem to have this down. Yeah. They they seem very, very... um, Very good in the kitchen. And I see that... uh, My boy Patron is heading over there. So... Yes, you do. thing I was going to... He's carrying a green mush in his hands oh, no. <laughs> just loose in my hand <laughs> probably dripping <laughs> i was already planning to cast a mirror image on myself and send my duplicates over there to just harass them a little bit <laughs> okay um j- just just so you know mirror image creates duplicates and they stay right next to you oh they don't leave i cannot no. move them they, well, they, they they can move with you and they can move I believe around you but they just hang out around but they, but they kind of just hang out around you it does say range area self that makes sense yeah 
Well, then I guess that's not a thing that I can do. Yeah, we'll just continue to watch the the oven. Okay. Have you checked it to make sure it's cooking evenly? I I've been watching it constantly for twenty minutes. I hope that's a thing I've been doing. Okay. Um. Okay. So, uh, Padaya, with control flame, you you are easily able to a control the temperature, and b also have that timer running at the same time. So, you you are. Hmm. Make a make an intelligence check for me. No, no wisdom, please. Wisdom check. Yeah, that's a nineteen. Uh, you are dead certain that <laughs> the stew has been cooking evenly throughout this entire time. Wonderful. Um, I only need two dice for this. Sorry. Okay. Patron. Not 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 your turn yet, but as you're walking to um their side of the stage, there is a there is there are some steps that you gotta go up to to get to them. Um oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> my worst enemy. Like this to be as, an obstacle. As you're walking to them, you can you can see that they are Almost to the point where you guys are in your dish. They work quickly. Uh, so that will bring us to the top of the order with Andy. Andy, what are you doing? You've got the rice there. Um, it's it, still it's kind of just sitting in a pot. It's been rinsed. What you doing? So I'm going to go ahead and... Just to get a little bit of a, has that rice been, is it like boil ready or has it already been boiled? It is ready to go in the pot. Okay. It has not been boiled yet. Okay. But we kind of want it with those flavors. How close is the actual sauce stew that's in the oven to being completed? Uh, two minutes. Two minutes. As Padaya calls over to you, as you ask. Okay. <laughs> So I guess I would just kind of be in a holding pattern unless I wanted to do something to show off. So let me go ahead and yes, um, show off. Oh, no. I'm going to cast hallucinatory terrain <laughs> okay. on the stage and make it look like, make it look like a glowing pond. Um, hallucinatory terrain lasts for 10 minutes, range of 300 feet. And it is in a 150-foot cube. Uh, so I can make natural terrain, look, sound, and smell like some other sort of natural terrain. And I'm okay. going to make it look like a magical pond with a whole bunch of magical koi jumping around. Um, so for, for my sake, are you making the, the pond... And the surrounding area, like, appear underneath the stage? Or are you making the stage completely disappear? I am making the stage look like the pond. So all of the items, um, like the stove and stuff, would still be on the stage, but it would look like it is resting on the water. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> 
investigation negate checks it. can negate it. Also, creatures, um, you know, will see past it because the actual topography does not change. It's only the look of the topography. Okay. Um, any sort of, I, I know you said investigation check, uh, any sort of like saving throw at the initiation of the spell? No. Okay. So, you, you start weaving said spell into the ether, and as um, uh, it, the spell starts to find its place in the world, guys, the, the stage disappears. <laughs> <laughs> um... The oven and the stoves kind of like turn into like kind of little like rock formations with water falling over them. Uh, the 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 ground beneath your feet uh, beneath your feet beneath your feet turns into water. And as uh, as Patron is walking uh, uh, across the the ground to the other side of the stage, it's like little ripples, little ripples that spread out beneath your feet and the, the crowd standing at the edge of the ponds are just like oh my gosh what <laughs> as koi fish just like come and like jump out of the water and you know, just come and like nibble on people's toes and it it is a beautiful koi pond that <laughs> that has appeared into this space and you, Patron, as you're walking over there, you can kind of see the the there the team is almost taken aback and almost set back a little bit. And it's like, what the, what the, oh, okay. And they get right back to work onto what they're doing. Lord, and as you look, Lord Foresty sitting on his throne, which is turned into a like a stone kind of parapet if you will looks about and it's like this is a nice touch i think i could get used to this and just kind of like leans back and throws his arm up over over the chair and just kind of like regally lounges now in his stone throne he, it almost looks like he's chosen not to see through it it is nice. pretty gorgeous The uh, so that was Andy <laughs> Patron. What are you doing? Okay, uh, I'm reaching the top of the steps, uh, amazed. I've I've seen cactiles illusions before. This one takes the cake. I am like, uh huh. That's my boss. That's my boss. Come to the little spoon, people. Come to the little spoon. I'm doing that as I walk up the steps. Um, I'm going to take this green goop, which is my rations. I can eat it, but I know it revolts other people, and I'm just going to start eating this. As I get like, like respecting the distance of the kitchen, like like Patron is a respectful like butcher. He he gets he gets you don't mess with food. All right, so he's gonna eat this stuff and just kind of like, I want to like really like gauge them what they're making, what they're doing different with the dish. Um, I mean, working in a kitchen, I think I can identify some things. I'm looking mainly for are they using anything out of the ordinary to like add something cool to the dish. 
Like, what's the spin they're going for? Because there's no way they're just following the recipe straight, you know? Okay. Um, make a an investigation check for me. Okay, that's an 11. Okay. So, 11. It, it, it's a fairly... It's not like a huge stage, but... It's fairly open. There's room for people to get by. It, it's not your typical kitchen where it's like really, really tight quarters. Um, you, you wouldn't necessarily have people bumping into to each other. Um, granted, on your side, uh, as a little bit ago, you guys were within 15 feet of each other, but you had plenty of space to move around. That way you weren't bumping into each other um, unless you made like a really bad mistake. So you see as each team member is moving around each other, almost kind of like fluid. It's kind of like they've done this before. There's a reason why they've been undefeated in this cooking challenge for... Mm, six years in a row. The, the Red Boot crew knows how to cook. They know how to work in a, in a kitchen. Um, and you see as the younger dwarf, I forgot what I named him. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, he's a descendant of, oh, what was his name? Thornbriar, Thornshield. Um, that one guy. Yeah. Um, he took over the, uh, the one of the Red Boot um, locations when the Red Boot Brewery started expanding across the across the realm. Um, and so you, you can hear him barking at others like, his name, <laughs> do this, I get this. Uh, and it seems like a, like a yes, chef kind of kind of situation. Um, but as you're looking specifically, the orc woman who's still stirring the pot. She takes a swig of uh, a bottle of something, pours it in. It doesn't look like they're using the water in the back at all. Okay, Dang. I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm just going to be ridiculous. And um, I'm going to walk like around like the front because like she she's working like the stove right she's doing the stirring mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna walk around to like the front and kind of like peek over the stove and like the heat and stuff and be like staring at her like real wide-eyed <laughs> and it'd be like hey yeah uh, i just want to let you know you might be the most beautiful creature i have ever laid eyes on in my entire life <laughs> Uh, what uh, what is what is that you're drinking? Is that the water from the fountain of life itself? As I'm just eating my green goop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike, make a. I will give you. I'll give you the choice. Make a performance or a persuasion check for me. Oh, I'm trying to persuade her. That's a 16. <laughs> <coughs> she started, she takes another big swig and 
a little surprised that this little mushroom dude just like popped up over the edge of the stove and you can see in the the green cheeks they turn a, like a, get a little bit flush a little bit lighter and just like oh ain't you the sweetest little thing i've ever done seen look at here i'm make mixing this up real well with, with a little bit of thorn brew you can find it at the red boot brewery it's one of our new breeders wow that's amazing <laughs> and i'm gonna be like hey best of luck with the contest maybe uh maybe i'll visit the brewery afterwards and you and i can sit down and have a drink or two but i'm kind of a little mushroom man so i don't know <laughs> well you know what honey you come by and visit anytime we'd love to have your patronage and with that i'm literally just going to like back up and fall off the stage and then make my way back to our stage. <laughs> so uh, as Patron kind of backs up off the stage, it's not like a very large ledge that you were walking on in the first place. You take one step back and just kind of like fall back. Oh, and please. everybody sees this like big splash in the water happen. And, but then Patron like gets up and starts walking on top of the water again. And the crowd says, <gasps> What? <laughs> Okay, uh, that brings us to Padaya. Padaya, um, at the start of your your turn, uh, that last little flame that you were using as a timer goes around the pot and kind of like diminishes as it goes around, and as it gets back to the front, goes boop, and it gives you a little ding, da, ding, 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 ding. Oh, I was gonna press the digitation to like do some. Uh, flower petal, like confetti explosion kind sure, of. Sure, yeah. Out, out of the top of the oven, uh, you see this like just like <laughs> explosion of flower petals, and the crowd again just like, what? You hear <laughs> claps coming from everybody, and you look over, and Lord Foresty, like again lounging in this stone chair, looks over, is <laughs> like. <laughs> Gives you like a little bit of a golf, golf clap. Nice. Um, I'd like to see it. What are you doing? Uh, well, we're taking it out of the oven. <laughs> we're taking the food out of the oven. And okay. uh, we... Again, I'm not a cook, so we're just going to take it over to Mr. Head Chef Man. And okay. let Cactile figure out what to go with next. Good deal. Uh, which uh, that'll bring us to the top of the round. Cactile, uh, you are watching over the rice. You have about ten minutes left, and Pattaya brings you the stew. Sweet. All right, time to let's double check the directions here, where it says bring um, to a this... simmer and immediately. Yeah. Uh, bring it down to a medium heat. So this is butter, water. Oh yeah, we need to add the sauce too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so let's let's get it all together. And now I'm gonna start start stirring her up. Okay. Um, make an intelligence check for me. On it. 
or wisdom. It is up to you. Wisdom is my higher modifier, so I will go with that. Okay, 13 natural with my wisdom modifier, 15. Okay. Um, you're, you're, you're cutting it right there. Um, so you, you do know that the rice does need just a little bit longer, but you, you feel confident that if you keep the the stew that you're mixing it uh, mixing into it um you you are confident that the rice will keep cooking thoroughly yes and hopefully that flavor will transfer to the rice if luck will have it i'm going to go ahead and also say a little prayer over it Okay. He has to do that because of the poison. Yep. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Okay. Um, bringing us to Patron. Patron, what are you doing? All right. I'm getting back up on the stage, and I'm a man on a mission. I'm looking around, and I'm like, Pataya's got things handled with the pot. Uh, Cactile's got things handled with the, the stuff simmering. The you know, the pan, the pan, right? And so, like, there's not much for me to do. Like, I, I rinsed the rice the best I could. I did what I could. I kind of scoped out the competition and saw that they were adding some, like, they weren't even using water. They were just, like, getting the brew together. And so I'm immediately thinking to myself, what is this dish missing? And I immediately think, we need a dessert. <laughs> Okay. And I'm going to um like, it's like twenty minutes left tops. Oh, oh my gosh, you, you are right. So <laughs> and I'm immediately thinking dessert. Don't <laughs> I I take one look over at the pot that uh Pataya's watching. Is and is Pataya pretty much like taking this pot off? Is it done? Essentially uh, like, Yeah, I'm, I'm handing it to Yeah, Pataya has taken the pot, he's taken it over to Andy, and Andy has oh my gosh, I'm sorry, Ariolus has start or cactile has started mixing the rice into the the stew. Okay, is there any way I could get to that pot before it like goes in proper to the rest of the dish? Um, kind of like like as you're getting back onto the stage, cactile is literally like pouring the rice in there and is starting to stir it stir it in and keeping it on a low simmer. Okay, do we have any sort of... I'm just I'm gauging the pantry we got access to. Are there fresh fruit? Is there, like, is there any dairy? Is there uh, any alcohols? Uh, make an investigation check. All right, all right. <gasps> that is the best roll I could do with an 8 intelligence. 18. <laughs> okay. Okay, so. Yes to all those questions. Um, there is, there, there is, as bad as I'm going to say it, there is fresh dragon fruit. I'm going to Patron, Patron is going to, like, he's going to go over there. He's just going to start grabbing things, grabbing little ingredients here and there. He knows. He knows what he needs to make because this is the only dessert that he has ever made at the Little Spoon Tavern. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right. So, as far as ingredients go, 
Um, you're okay. I'm gonna add a little bit onto your le- list. Um, you have dragon fruit. There is blueberry wine. Um, as well as lagish milk, um, which comes from the the lag ranch. Uh, known for their meat more than their um, milk, but uh, you, you have milk. You will also need and do have about two cups of sugar, half cup of flour, and three eggs. So, so Patron's idea here is he's going to mix it up a little bit. He's making a no-bake cheesecake with a little surprise on the inside okay all right so he's gonna he's gonna make this more with like a gelatin base for the cheesecake um so it's gonna be almost more like uh like a jello or a pudding a little bit for the the uh, base but i'm gonna try to flavor this with um I, i want it to be an unexpectedly like savory sweet kind of thing so i wanted to like have a little bit of the taste of um i I was gonna try to get a little bit of that like worm bookworm meat uh flavor into it just to keep the dish like in line but now i'm just gonna like go off the cuff and i'm just i'm gonna wing this um i'm going to mix together the uh gelatin a little bit of the dairy together uh try to like get it to a consistency where it will be more like a um more like a pudding Mm -hmm. okay um just gonna try to like shape this around a uh i'm gonna take the probably the this like just slice up a um a, a dragon fruit and just get the uh like a little wedge or two off of the side and like little triangular pyramid shape um, and put those in the middle of this little <laughs> berry mixture. I'm going to fold up little no bake style. Okay. Um, do we have, do we have eggs? You do have eggs. All right. I'm cracking those puppies and just doing the whites, mixing them in with a little bit of the milk as well. A little bit of the sugar, trying to get like a homemade whipped cream going but I'm going to flavor it with that blueberry uh, wine okay. as a sort of unexpectedly alcoholic topping <laughs> and just pop that on top of it. Uh, and that it's going to be like just a little single, no big dessert. And I'm just going to focus on making that for, for my turn. Okay. Um, Mike this this is inspired (laughs) you know what make me a flat d20 roll with advantage alright here's two Uh, let's see the first one was a 16 the second one was a 19 this with any rendition that you have made of this dessert in the little spoon tavern you think 
that this is the best one yet. You, you're not making it with spoiled eggs. You're not making <laughs> like you're not making it with um, cream that has come from wherever. You're making it with the utmost, like the cream of the crop ingredients and you you are again certain that this is the best best dish that you have ever made yeah i i mean as soon as this is done i'm just gonna like take a step back and just be like whatever the equivalent of mushroom sweating is i'm doing that i just had like a fever dream of culinary genius and i'm like i have peaked I will never make another dish as good as this ever again. And I'm just crying. Mushroom tears. <laughs> that's that's my turn. <laughs> that was a hell of a turn. Okay. Cactile. Padaya. I'm ready for it. As am I. You, you watched Patron fall off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of got whipped up into what you guys are doing. The next thing you know, he is back in his station, just like throwing things together. He's got milk, he's got wine, he's got sugar, he's he's got all these things, and he's just like like turning it over. And in about ten minutes' time, he has this little almost like cheesecake kind of like creme brulee type cake. That's and cool. you almost have to fight back the urge to pry it. I'm going to go and ahead and throw <laughs> throw Patron uh, thing of cinnamon to top it off. I'm gonna try to catch it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, Patron, make a dexterity saving throw for me, or a dexterity check. I don't care. Uh, that's a ten. Okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> you you finish. <sighs> you, you finish your dish, and as you're stepping back, you're just like. Give it a little bit of a chef's kiss. You let your, your your hand go like a little bit too high, and you feel this thing hit your hand, and you instinctually grab it, and it like, kind of fumbles, and you <laughs> like grab it, and it's a, a like a little jar that has Andy. Is it ground or yes. is it whole cinnamon? Ground cinnamon. You have ground cinnamon in your hand. Yeah, it's in it, it's in a vial, but yes. <laughs> I'm gonna look over at Pattaya. What is what is Pattaya doing right now? I am watching what Cactile is doing and like seeing you make this dessert, which you usually just make with scraps left around the kitchen, but like you have made it with real ingredients, and it's delicious normally. So like we're just like watering at the mouth at this point, just waiting. I'm going to hold out the cinnamon. I'm going to be like, you know I've got no clue what to do with this. I'll handle the pot of meat. 
you take this <laughs> to that fat man sitting on the rock over there. <laughs> We're going to lead with the dessert. I like that. Those types of bold moves. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the cinnamon to Pattaya and be like, "It's up to you now. You gotta present it." No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't planning on presenting dessert first. Power play, power play, Pattaya. We're thinking five steps ahead of the game. Okay. It's a palate uh, cleanser. Pattaya, <laughs> uh, after watching all this, what are you doing? Patron is handing you. A vial that is clearly marked cinnamon. Well, I, I don't I don't care what you do with it. I'm just I'm just I have no more part in this. I did what I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> I I made a masterpiece. Uh, what are you doing, Badaya? Hey, I look at Cacti and see if he wants to put cinnamon on the cake. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching this masterpiece of. <laughs> uh. Excuse culinary me. art that Patron has made. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and point to you and give you a little wink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like looking over <laughs> to, to Cactile. <laughs> I'm just like, what do I do with this? And he's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was such a wild turn. You let me do so much stuff in one turn. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, you are perfectly fine. <laughs> okay, is there? Are we supposed to like present at the end, or do we just present whenever? Yes. Uh, so time. You guys have about ten more minutes, um, and then the pre- uh, we will go on to the presentation. So do I just, like, power move and present right now? <laughs> I would say yes. You, you do whatever your heart leads you to do. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, going to man I'm gonna man that station with the pot, make sure that I'm um, helping uh, Cactile with the final <laughs> touches on this. I'm just... So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take cinnamon and, like, sprinkle it around the edge of the plate. Not put it on the cake at all. Just, like, have it there. As like you would like a sauce for, okay. Uh, and then we're, yeah, and then we're just gonna head up towards, what? Oh, the deck save just popped back up for me. That was confusing. Yeah, we're gonna head up towards the area that is set up for presentation with just this cake and not, not the not stew. The stew. <laughs> okay. Um, in front of Lord Foresty, there is a not a large table. It's it it's easily it'll easily fit the two dishes from both teams. And so you you walk up and he kind of looks at you, kind of questioningly. He's like, mm, "Is is your dish finished?" is nearly finished. We just thought we might offer you something as some sort of a palate cleanser beforehand. Something to whet your appetite for everything that's going to come. Hmm. Tell me about it. Okay. How much did you tell me about? How much do I know about this dish that you, you prepared multiple times? Y- you, 
you have seen Patron make this dish a number of times, A, out of scraps, um, and really what you know is what he's done before. Now he has a state-of-the-art kitchen and ingredients. To actually... So you, you would know that this dish is called um, a hidden fruit no-bake cheesecake delight. <laughs> Brilliant. This, my lord, is a hidden fruit <laughs> no-bake cheesecake delight. It is the signature dish of one of our cooks. Our butcher, as it were. I gesture over towards Patron, who probably isn't even looking. <laughs> Dude, I'm not I'm not looking at the Lord at all. I'm looking at that half orc. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> You mean the the strange little mushroom man? Yes, that one. He all of those are accurate descriptors. <laughs> <laughs> He made this. He did. Hmm. I have tasted it many times, but not with ingre- not with as fine ingredients as you can find here. This is easily at levels above what I've had before. He, Lord Forrest, he kind of just like um, he he gets up from his resting position and turns kind of like back behind the throne you see there's like behind the throne it goes goes back a little bit and th- there are two little like walkways that go backstage a little bit uh, mind you you guys are still on a koi pond <laughs> <laughs> and he he looks backstage and just like kind of like, raises his hand and like snaps his finger a little bit He's like um uh whatever your name is uh Oscar, Oscar. Ah, oh, no, that's not your name. His name is definitely not Oscar. Isn't, isn't that the name of the half orc from Tusk Love? <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on, I'll have it here. Uh, my mind is uh, failing me at the moment, boy. Um, please forgive me. Hmm. Uh, it's here somewhere. Uh, ah! Oh yes! Ah! Mm. Otto! Otto! Uh, would you please bring me uh, a fork? Don't look it up. <laughs> yes. look up the name of his servant. Yes, I did. This has like a notebook. Otto is actually your guys's handler. Oh. For the trial, so he he met you backstage. He uh, he like he told you like what what all was going about to go down. Like he pushed you out on stage when it's time for you guys to appear. Um, he led you to the doors, told you like what you're looking at inside. He, he's kind of been like your handler. He's had um, off-putting interactions with the handler from the other group who kind of bullies him because he hasn't won a single one of these challenges in six years. And so Otto used to be the the top and he's about to lose his position to oh, the no. other handler. Uh, so this is kind of a make it or break it for him. 
Anyway, so a Lord Forestine that snaps his fingers, yells for Otto to bring him a fork. <clears throat> and Otto kind of hurriedly like comes out with a little like dessert fork. It, it's not like a, a normal fork that you would eat, say, salad or a main dish with. It's just a tiny little fork. Um, Calvin, would you make a investigation check for me? Or, sorry, insight. That's a 14. Okay. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. As, as Lord Foresty takes his tiny fork and kind of regally just, like, takes a little bit of it and pops it in his mouth and you see him kind of, like, swish around. It's kind of like a consistency where you really don't need to chew. You can, like, really gum it and, like, really absorb the flavors into your mouth and onto your tongue. And you you kind of, like, audibly hear him just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he, he kind of, like, perks right back up. He's like, hmm... Okay. How does this really represent your group? I know you said it was your cook's signature dish, but how does it really represent you guys as a whole? <laughs> I know it's a tough question. Not a question that a lot of people think about. See, this dish represents us. By being something that not many other people bring to the table. We are quite an interesting group, I'm sure you've noticed. <laughs> yes, that's you all. So. I don't know how many people offer you a dessert to whet your, your appetite, if at all, in this competition. We wanted to bring something new to your competition here. Maybe inspire groups in the future. I like it. I do like it. Okay. So. Mm. Calvin, make me another investigation check. Goodness. Not investigation, oh. insight. That's a 16. Okay. You can tell from this interaction that um, Lord Foresty he likes a little bit of cockiness. <laughs> um, but not people that would make him seem dumb or delusional. People who believe or people who you know believe they can do no wrong. As he takes another bite of the of the cake. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he looks up to you and say, Thank you. You may return to your kitchen. I would just like to say my favorite part of this interaction is uh, Patron not paying attention to this interaction in any way. <laughs> Mike waiting on bated breath to see how the king responds to his dish. 
<laughs> I return to the station. Okay. Um, so by the time that a Patron has finished the cake and uh, Bodiah has taken it to Lord Forsey and had this little interaction, Andy, it's just about time for the um, stew to be done. It is up to you to decide if it is done. All right. <clears throat> what kind of check you want me to do? Uh, go ahead and make me an intelligence check. All right. All comes down to this roll. Seven. <laughs> Okay. So, seven. It could be done. You could plate it right now, and you think it would be um, just fine. Or you could probably give it about five more minutes, and for sure you would know it would be done then. I'm going to wait. Okay. Um, at this time, you guys can look over to the other group, and you can see them starting to um, plate and start, like, really trying to make the dish look presentable. And they take it up to Lord Forresty and just leave it and walk away. Patron, what are you doing? Um... Hit, hit with just another little bit of emotion, which is strange for Patron, because Patron's usually like a wear-it-on-his-sleeves kind of guy and like just lives life, you know, savors every single moment. He kind of has this moment of like looking back at this adventure they've had and the competition they've had. And um, as, as Pattaya's no doubt walking back and uh, Cactile is like finishing the final sessions on the dish, Patron's like, I, I got nothing else to do. And I'm Patron's going to dish out three humble little cups of water with a little squeeze of lemon in each, a little bit of, you know, whatever, whatever the coldest little thing he can add to it to just ice it a little bit and a little bit of sugar. And he's going to just stir together three little lemonades real quick um, and present them not to anybody else, but to his friends as the clock is running out and just be like, guys, you know, I don't like to get emotional or shed tears or nothing, but I just want you to know you're the best friends a mushroom could ever ask for. And as, as you know, the tears are running from Patron's eyes, he's going to hand a cup to each of them and be like, cheers, whether we live, win or lose the little spoon forever. And he's gonna knock it back <laughs> before we even like click glasses. You just oh, yeah, no, I <laughs> brilliant. Knock it back. Brilliant. Okay. Um. You know what, Patron? I'm going to in the next phase, which will be. You guys' presentation, you can either take it while you're plating your dish to add like a little bit onto it, 
or as you're making your interactions with Lord Foresty in the next part, um, everybody can gain uh, advantage on a, on a roll. That's that that's that's inspired. you're bringing a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing a tear to my own eye. Okay, uh, Padaya, what are you doing? Well, is is the stew ready? It will be once we come back around. Okay, we're. We're gonna get we're gonna get things set up. We're gonna make a show out of this. <laughs> out okay. of this final presentation. Uh see here. I got dancing lights, I got press the digitation. I got mirror image. We got a bunch of stuff that we wanna do to just spruce up this presentation as much as possible. We're gonna we're gonna march this thing by myself down this hall to the table, <laughs> down the stage. I don't, it's on the stage, right? Like the table. Yes. So literally, you guys are on. If you're standing on the stage, you guys are to the left. The other team is to the right. Um, and all you have to do is walk across your kitchen to get to Lord Foresty. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> We're gonna. <laughs> We're going to walk up this stage. We're going to walk from off the stage onto the stage. We're going to go straight line to the table <laughs> with this. Okay, so point of order. Um, Can we not do that? <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. It's just clarification for my sake. Are you going to come from the front of the stage or from backstage? Are you going from to... Are you going to walk off stage left onto the koi pond, into the koi pond, come around and onto. <laughs> onto the stage, or are you going to go walk backstage and come from backstage? I don't, what is the longest straight line distance that I can do this? You. <laughs> it, it would probably be going off stage and coming from the crowd. Okay. Yeah, this is a show for everyone. Okay. So as you're preparing that, um, Andy, top of the order, Cactile, yeah, the stew is ready. What are you doing? We're pulling it off and getting it set over for, uh, well, you've been calling, what is it, uh, Selenicus something else? Selenicarius uh, so, Pataya. Pataya, you've been calling it Pataya. So I will move it into a place where Pataya can plate it. Okay. Um, Patron, are you, are you doing anything else? Or are you just going to let Pattaya plate the dish and take it up? Uh, yeah, I, I'm recollecting and I'm like making sure that things are getting moved. I know we're down to the wire. Other team has already presented their dish. And I'm like, they're, they're banking on just full flavor. They know that they've got the flavor in the bag. And I'm just like, we're going to steal the show. We got it, Pattaya. We got this. So I'm just saying encouraging words and just moving moving dishes where they need to be. Any extra little thing I could do to help, I'm just I'm there to help. Okay. So, Padaya, it comes down to you. 
The stew is off the stove. You have a bowl in front of you. How are you going to present this dish? <laughs> I've already kind of explained. We're going to... You're, you're going to make a big throw of it, but is there anything specific that you're going to do with the dish <laughs> and plating it? Or um... it's, a, it's a stew. It is a stew. Like, I, I don't think we're putting any sides with it. I, we didn't discuss that. So it's just pretty much in a bowl. Well, you've also like, already of... done the dessert, so. Right. Okay. We, we don't have a whole lot of extra to put on the plate with it, okay. as far as I'm aware. Unless we're just putting some simple garnish. I don't know if you, like, I don't know why you would put a garnish with a stew. But I... <laughs> Are you going to put a garnish with a stew or not? I don't know. That's that's a head chef idea. I don't know if they want to put more stuff on this. Yes, let's put uh let's put a little bit of a parsley garnish. All right. That I will sprinkle like this as you put things on the plates. Okay. Like a little bit of <laughs> salt bay. Yep. Bam. <laughs> okay. Get an emerald bam in there. Bam. So the plate has been has been or the dish has been plated. Um, but I, you start your not a long trek, but it's a trek a little bit down, uh, off stage. Oh, no, we're gonna, we're gonna blink to the back of the audience. And You're then gonna, we're gonna... Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just gonna completely forget how blink works, and we're gonna go do rule of awesome here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Patron and uh, Cactile, you watch as Padaya finishes up his his plating presentation. He grabs the bowl with with two hands, and just kind of was like. Blips out of existence, and the next thing you know, you, you're just like, "Where, where the hell did he go? Where in the dickens is this person gone?" You're, you're and really just letting me go ham with this. <laughs> I am. This is this is your show, baby. Um, <laughs> you you see him as he starts walking through the crowd, and the crowd is just like kind of like parting ways for him, and. They're, they're just as surprised as you are that he appeared behind them. And you I have a mirror image going, too. Like, there were four of me walking this thing down the street. There are four of him carrying <laughs> four different presentations <laughs> of beef stew. As they're walking, it's, it's kind of like, the guards almost have to, like, push people back again to, like, make way for, for him. Because again, they weren't expecting him to. They they were expecting you guys just to walk across the stage and leave it. Because nobody's ever done this before, <laughs> and so people have to. The guards have to make way for you as the crowd like separates like the sea for Moses. <laughs> and you see him walking across the the grassy bank of the of the koi pond and. As he steps onto the water, you see the same little ripples that Patron created uh, as, as he was walking across, and you know, koi fish just jumping over him, and <laughs> like little arcs. Uh, think like the Little Mermaid uh, kiss the girl scene, and it's just like <laughs> fucking like it's a show going up there. <laughs> um, 
Padaya, is there anything you have to add to it? Uh, I was I was gonna do some press the digitation, maybe dancing lights, but I don't I don't know if we need that anymore. We're just everyone's already going crazy. We're just gonna let we're not gonna over we're not gonna overdo it. We know that that's bad. Okay. <laughs> we're definitely not already overdoing it. <laughs> so, as you approach the stage, there is like a little little bit of a, a, a stair step to get up to Lord Foresty if you're, you know, off stage. Are you making me roll for stairs? I am not. <laughs> okay. The runway models have to, you have to <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you have a general understanding of stairs. Okay? And as much as a dick move it would be to have you roll a dex check so you don't drop this bowl. I'm not going to make you do that. This is rule of awesome, baby. <laughs> um, and you go up the steps, and Lord, you, you see the plate that um, how uh, that you guys had the cake on, and it is nearly clean. There, there's probably like a bite left on it. A little bit of cinnamon. <laughs> a little bit of even like the the little bit of cinnamon. He's like taken it and like dragged the cake through it and eaten it and as he's been waiting for for you guys to bring your dish for him he resumed the kind of i really don't care about this statue just relaxing on his um uh throne if you will uh he has a a huge smile on his face (laughs) I, i would like to add um i think i think as Pataya reaches the stage with the dish. Patron is kind of like grabbing grabbing Cactal's hand, like, come on, come on, we gotta we gotta like go up there with them. <laughs> like we gotta we gotta like do the little bow and like your dish, sir. <laughs> uh if they come up behind me while I'm doing that, I will have the the mirror images dissipate, revealing them behind me. Like everyone will already see them, obviously, but like it's for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, Cactile, do you do you go with Patron up as he's tugging you up to the the, the front? Yes. Okay. Yes, I so will. So you guys get there as he's cresting the top of the stairs, and Pataya's um, mirror images kind of just like morph behind him. It's kind of like a shimmery, like almost broken projection as they move, but once they're set in their place it's it's solid image and you all bow and Padaya sets the, the stew uh on the on the table Padaya, do you clear the other dish is it empty now or is it still it, it's it still has that like one or two bites left uh, I will simply say, my lord, if you pardon me for the pomp, but I hope this dish is to your liking. And I, like, slowly reach for the other dish and, like, get a feel of what he wants it. He kind of, like, puts his hand over the plate, like... Mm. <laughs> okay, not, I, I leave not, it. Not I leave done it. <laughs> I leave it. Okay. So y'all 
your bow's your dish, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and then we and then we walk away. <laughs> and then you walk away to your side of the stage. And now truly the presentation begins. Um Lord Forsty calls over the other crew first. And asks asks them a number of questions before taking a bite. Um, if any of you want to make a perception check to listen into what these questions are, you may do so now. I don't see why not. Twenty one here. Eighteen. Okay. I feel like Patron's Patron. just Patron's Patron, just watching. Patron's just here for the ride, man. Patron's <laughs> just here for the ride. He's, he's doing like the My Hero Academia, like Deku crying after clearing <laughs> the whole beach, like, oh, we did it! <laughs> like, even though the ball hasn't been decided, he is just so happy. He's like, I did it! I did it, guys! Okay. So, the questions that you guys overhear and, and the crowd has died down to almost like a dead dead silence. You can almost hear the crickets. There there are few people talking and there's just this little like barely audible roar coming from the from the crowd, but it's you you, you can hear what Lord Foresty is saying clearly and kind of what uh the other other team is saying. Um Pretty much the questions that Lord Foresty asks is A, present your dish. And the other team goes on a little bit about like how they prepared it, um, what what they did to um, make it in the slight a bit of time that they did. Um, and then he asks how how does this represent your crew? Um, and you, you hear the, the dwarf just start talking and you, you, you know it's we're a well-oiled machine. We've 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 been here many a time and won every single year. It, this really goes to show that the Red Boot crew is the best booking crew in all of Cantriel. And that's what we brought to you today. The best dish. The best stew. Um, and after that, um, Lord Forresty asks, like, how would you improve this dish if you were able to? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, so some cooking mumbo jumbo and all that jazz. Something about having more time and how like a really good stew actually like needs like to to sit and simmer for like two days to actually like bring out the flavors of 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 everything. <sighs> And and then he goes on to ask, is, is there anything you'd like to say 
before I taste your dish. And the dwarves was like, no, I've said my piece. This is a great dish. I hope you enjoy it, my lord. And with that, Lord Foresty takes a bite. You see him dip his spoon into the into the stew, bring it to his mouth, and there's a hearty um, bit of bookworm, a little bit of celery, a potato, quite a bit of rice. You taste it. Kind of gives a little bit of a nod. And puts his spoon down for that one. <laughs> I just saw your that's all I, I forgot I added literally poison to our stew for a moment. I was like, we have a yes. Like, wait a second, didn't I add literally poison to our stew? Trust, trust me, I haven't forgotten. Okay. I have not forgotten. Oh gosh. I just assumed that this was par for the course. Like this is what you guys always do, right? Like it's like it's like this is the kind of food that I serve all the time. Everything's fine. Oh man. It's always a gamble. <laughs> okay. He looks over to you guys. Little spoon. Please. If you will. And you look off stage and Otto is kind of there standing there on the the outskirts of the stage is like please tell on. me that Otto is like like kind of hyped for us like you said he's kind of down because the other guy's kind of a jerk he, he is co- okay uh, go ahead and make an investigate not investigation insight check for me that's a 12 you look at him and he kind of looks just like a, a little bit worried and kind of like pushed for time so he's kind of like going like come on go get up there we as he, as he did to you but like as the whole thing started he kind of had to push you out on stage sure sure uh we go up we don't rush because we don't want to look rushed it's not our it's not our thing uh i'm guessing all three of us go up okay oh yeah definitely sure. <laughs> patron i'm guessing is just like Constantly on the verge of tears, just pure <laughs> satisfaction. <laughs> tears. He ate my dessert. It was so bad. <laughs> okay, little spoon. Yes, my lord. I'm usually the big spoon. Just, just put that out there. Hey, that aside, I, I, please. I'm fighting the urge to look at him disapprovingly for talking. <laughs> Please present your dish. Lord, here, here is your. It's on the table, right? Like it's just like. Yes, I thought I, you were I, saying I, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see it's right here in front of me. <laughs> this is the question for the DM. Like it's on the table in front of him. Yeah, asking me to present it. Yes, he is. <laughs> and his next question will be, well, was for the other team. What is it? So I don't know really what to do here. So I just like a gesture magnificently to the stew that's in front of him. My my, my lord, my lord. Um, 
<clears throat> I don't know why I just right. did a different voice for that. My <laughs> Lord, uh, I just want to say it is my sincere hope that um, you have enjoyed this production that we have made for you. We hope this has been an enjoyable time. And uh, I guarantee this stew is going to knock your socks off. The groveling. And then I'm going to look under the table and see if he's wearing socks. Uh, Make an investigation check for me, but uh, Padaya and and Tactile. As Patron is talking, you can visibly see that um, Foresty is, he's, he's lounging again. And he's kind of like tapping his fingers. I give Cactile, I give Cactile that look that I always give Cactile when Patron does this. <laughs> <laughs> which is a kind of what? For which is a studio audience. Which is very much a, I don't want to actively like look disapprovingly at Patron right now. <laughs> but Cactile, you and I both know that this is my job and Patron has a really good job. He's really good at messing it up. Yes. Uh, Patron, what would you roll for your investigation? That's an eight. Should I start um, actively taking his shoes off? <laughs> uh, or, or, or does Cactile pull me back before that? I'm going to pull you back. Okay. Um, it, it is your professional opinion that he is wearing socks and very, very intricate boots. Now I have so many more questions, but I'll save them for after. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that answers my my first question. <laughs> Definitely a show, you all. Very impressed. Definitely best show that I've had in years, even with the Red Boot crew winning. We aim to please. How would you, or how does this dish define the little spoon? My lord, this dish is bookworm stew. Bookworm stew, well, it's not a very common dish. Not many bookworms in the world outside of, well, this library. Also, we never heard about this dish until recently. Honestly, we found this recipe in the library, and we thought it would be interesting to try. Did you now? We as diverse as we are, attempt to thrive in diversity and bend that diversity to benefit us. We're here to try something new. And honestly, we just hope that you like it. uh, As you're talking and kind of after you finish, he's stroking the the what little facial hair he does he's he's not like full bearded he's not clean shaven he's got he's got a little scruff and he's just kind of rubbing his chin and kind of does his mustache okay how would you improve this dish if given the chance well my lord that is not a question for me But if I had to guess, well, this is the first time we've made it. And I'm sure my head chef already has numerous potential improvements for it. 
having the full disposal of spices could have made this dish ascend to the next level. But I feel like with the spices that were available here and the ones in my vest and the ones that my companions brought with them, it would be a dish that is fit for royalty. And we are excited <laughs> to serve it to you to, today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to say before I taste your dish? Lord, I think our actions and most likely the taste of this dish will speak for themselves. I hope you enjoy yourself. I hope so too. The show's been quite wonderful. Quite pleasant. I've received no greater compliment, my lord. Okay. You may. You may proceed. And as you guys walk back to your station, you turn around and you see that Lord Forsty has already dipped his spoon in and is about to put it in his mouth. And as, <laughs> as he does... <laughs> Again, like has the same consistency of of the bite that the Red Boot crew um, presented. Uh, puts it in his mouth, and you notice that he doesn't chew as much <laughs> eating your your stew as it's softer. The other one. He failed his constitution saving throw, guys. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> he gives it a second and kind of like... One more. Just dips his spoon in. And eats, a, uh, eats another bite. Kind of like takes a little bit... Just Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Looks at Patron's like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I just want you to know the suspense is killing me. I have never been more like on the edge of my seat waiting for a verdict. This is just fake D&D cookies. Like, we aren't actually <laughs> also, I'd love to point out that this is literally an episode about cooking, and Brian is starving right now. He's so <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, I have a box full of jalapeno poppers right here. <laughs> <laughs> he ponders for... for little bit longer he gestures to to the handlers to clear the table and, but leaves the cake sure he stands up from his throne lords ladies 
gentlemen, gals, lasses, lads. We have a winner. <laughs> the Little Spoon Tavern. The underdog. The weird mushroom folk. Yes. We did it. Take the place. And as, as they announce you guys, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> they, I, I... they will go on. To the next trial. We'll see you guys in a week. I politely bow. And you look over to the other uh, other crew, and they're just like kicking dirt. And you see the half orc woman pick up the pot of stew and like throw it off the just stage. Like just like water splashing everywhere, just <laughs> yeah, from the pond. Uh, I would like to rage. Okay. Um, and I go and I grab a chair. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to run over with this chair towards the Redwood crew. <laughs> Slam it down right in front of the half-orc woman. Climb up on top of it. Grapple her in the most romantic grab a mushroom man can. <laughs> I'm going to plant a kiss on her lips. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Make an attack roll for me. <laughs> I'm going to do unarmed strike. <laughs> that is a two. <laughs> With a ten. <laughs> it's a ten. <laughs> it's a ten. Unfortunately, as you step up onto the the chair and go in to grab her, she kind of like doesn't even notice that you're there and steps out of the way and you went <laughs> right onto the kitchen floor. Oh, beautiful. The yeah. only way that could have been is for drone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but shortly after the you guys are ushered off stage uh, the red boot crew goes to their side you guys go to your side and Otto is more than ecstatic for you guys you guys did it I can't believe I'm not going to lose my office yeah she can go herself <laughs> <laughs> and this is the most harsh language you've ever heard out of Otto. <laughs> We've known him for two hours. Yep. Yep. And We've interacted with him three times. That, that, that is the you. most harsh language you've ever heard of Otto. <laughs> I can't believe you guys did it. What? Hey. Uh, what was in that file? The one you put in the stew, Patron. Uh, uh, I look over. I look over at Cactile. The blood of an assassin. What see, the boss said. <laughs> you see, as his eyes go like a little bit wide, it's like you didn't put the whole thing in there, did you? It was only a half dose. Yeah, only, I drank the rest. <laughs> only a half dose and. That stew is supposed to have 10 servings, so technically it is 120th of a dose. Right. Come buy some at the little spoon. Come by later. <laughs> well, apparently it it worked for him, so. It, I'm in a I, recommend, 
I recommend trying some at some point. Just a little bit. Like, you have to get used to it. Don't don't try, like, half a dose initially. Just, just it's definitely at least, like... Ray, are you talking about this? Are you talking about the stew or the... The poison. Yeah, the it poison works. doesn't even register, like... It, it's, like, 2,000 Scovilles tops. It's not very <laughs> hot. Now, if you want some real spice, we got some stronger poisons that we sell mm-hmm. at the Little Spoon Tavern. Those will... Those will uh, F you up, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let alone, well, we have okay. a whole bunch so, of different cactus secretions. Uh, be- so before That's what the guys, boss said. Before you guys go off to the little spoon again, okay, you, you have an invitation to next week's games. Again, it's going to be exactly the same as this one, except different, different, different place, different recipe, different thing you hunt. And, um, but before you leave today, you have also won an audience with Mr. Foresty. Amazing. So, <laughs> who's Mr. Foresty? The the Lord. Who's the, what does the Lord, what does the Lord do? He's, he rules over the land. So he's sort of like, he's sort of like the head chef in the kitchen? Yes, but for the entire country. Every single kitchen in the country? Yeah. Uh, if, if you guys would just follow me. We can do that. I'll I'll take you to him. Oh God. (laughs) Otto seems happy, so we're going to go with Otto. <laughs> okay. Otto takes you back behind stage um, a little bit ways up the street to the council member building. Um, if you guys would remember, the territory of Gaul is led by a council of members, or elders, if you will. Um, from each town, and this is this is the place where they meet. And so he takes you inside. It's not very regal. It's kind of humble. Um, think like a, a Viking longhouse on the insides. Um, not too terribly big. It's literally just a a meeting place for the council to have their meetings, their discussions about what's going on in the territory. Um, and there, the the head chair sits Lord Foresty, again, regal, has the plate with the cake that, uh, with, that had the cake on it, and he's pulling the fork out of his mouth and just has his eyes closed and some... Mm. You, you hear Otto's just like, <clears throat> uh, Lord Foresty, uh, your winners, sir. And he opens his eyes with a start, kind of like straightens himself up. <laughs> yes, um, let me tell you what, you three. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody in about the 20 years we've been doing this has 
gone outside of the recipe and prepared me something that I did completely did not expect. And that was this cake. You made a good show of it, too. I love me a good show. Well, we're here. You've won. What do you want to know? I don't fully understand your question. He kind of like looks kind of odd towards you guys. Re really like not understanding what what you're saying. It's almost like he he's bombarded by so many people every day somebody always wants something from him he goes on to say like what do you mean uh <laughs> there has to be has to be something that you're searching for looking for wondering why did Truly. you guys why did you guys come and join the 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 competition if not to get gain the audience with myself. Truly, we did not know if we would win. We thought, if anything, simply by participating and showing our culinary skills, we could improve our client base at our tavern. <laughs> After the show today, uh... I guarantee you that's that's exactly what's about to happen. But you weird little mushroom chef. Is it true that you made this cake with just scraps? Uh that that's my usual recipe, yeah. Usually the eggs are a little rotten and <laughs> The dairy don't come from no good source, I can tell you that. I'm usually just picking up the stuff that the farmers throw out. And for the cream and the sugar and that stuff, sometimes, you know, I make it with whatever I have on hand. And usually there's a lot more poison in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you say poison? Yeah, isn't that what spicy stuff is? Fact, bot, boss, boss, is it, what does poison mean? Why is he giving me a look like that? <laughs> I feel, feel like poison doesn't mean what you told me it means. <laughs> Some non-plant creatures, uh, poison is something that harms them and or can kill them. What? We now, now, to us plants, it's a different story. Because some of us are poison. Wait, I didn't... Did... Did I... Did I... Uh, tell me straight up. Did I eat poison today? <laughs> I'm pretty damn sure you ate poison, boss man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... But it wasn't in the dessert. Funny, I... And he, like... He kind of just, like, scoffs and then, like, turns a serious eye to, to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the place, too! 
Yeah, that's what gave it the kick. It wasn't a lot of poison. I wondered what that. Yeah, yeah, that we, bitterness was. It's, uh, it's like a, it's like assassin assassin's blood or something. It's a it's a real weak poison. Like it'll make you feel <laughs> terrible for a while. Like prolonged taking it over the course of like a long time could kill you if you're like a regular person. I guess we only had that habit of one customer though. I'm pretty sure that guy hated his life. Pataya is trying to act as calm as possible, but it's just sweating (laughs) bullets right now. Yo, my lord, we would be honored. If you I mean if you're asking one thing we want, like just come to the tavern, have a meal on us sometime, we'll show you the good poison. I don't know if I want the good poison. But I will take you up on the tavern. I will come I will come visit. Yes. Because if you guys cook like this every day, I'm sure you guys will go far. Now, uh, your time's almost up. Anything you're dying to know? It doesn't. I'm searching your faces and I can't see anything. You're strange. Got weird veggie faces. They're hard to read. Tr- please. Anything. Can we get some free advertising? Oh, free advertising? Is that not what you just did? Again, True. the show you guys put on, I see large dividends for you guys. Yes. Uh, then a different question. Could we get the names of some suppliers of better ingredients. Where's Otto go? Is Otto still around here? Is he skulking in the back like he always does? Uh, Otto! He seemed, he seemed pretty giddy today. <laughs> of course, he should be. He just won his first hmm, hunt, if you will. His first challenge in a couple years. Ugh. Man. Oh, gosh. The way that... Oh, I forget her name now. Just the other one. The way she eggs him on. Doesn't ever, didn't ever really sit right with me, but I guess that's the way some people are. So. Well... Gentlemen, if if I can call you that, please be on your way. Okay. At this point, I will uh, take off my ring of true polymorph, revealing that I am actually <laughs> Leon alone, and I'm going to cast disintegrate at the ninth level. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> only if Dave was here. Only, only if, if Dave was here. One hundred percent. As <laughs> as you're leaving you go out through the doors of the um, of the council hall and the red boot crew is there they're they're kind of having a scuffle with the guards Um, and the guards are like no the lord forcey is only expecting one one meeting today and it's not you lot be on your way 
you guys would make a perception check for me. Guys, guys, we screwed up the main quest for another campaign. Twenty three. Okay. Fourteen. Natural four. <laughs> okay. Natty four, baby. Patron don't see shit. <laughs> Um, he barely notices the scuffle. <laughs> That's the first perception check I've rolled all game. <laughs> uh, Andy, what'd you roll? 14. You don't notice anything really either. But Calvin, as, as you guys are leaving and kind of like skirting around the guards in this little scuffle, the three members that came out of the the library dead you notice that on their left breast burned into their clothing and into their flesh the letters LF (laughs) (laughs) I freaking knew it I knew it that's that is where we will end it Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to figure out where L what L- LF means, please tune in next time we do any sorts of this. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sunrise Sirens, brought to you by Green Forest Realty. Let us help you put down roots.